Hey, what's up? Welcome to Unnatural 20s, a comedy podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Cassie and I will be the DM for this episode. As DM, it is my promise to you all that I will be bringing the unnatural aspect to this podcast. But um, I can't I can't really bring that unnatural energy all on my own. So I have brought some friends here to help me. First, let me introduce Little Miss Bustin herself. It's Caitlin. Oh, Bustin. Hey, yeah, what's more natural? I mean, <laughs> unnatural than Bustin out of all of your pants. You know what? Not much. No. Yeah, there's not much. That's me. I'm Caitlin. Hi. Hi. And we, of course, have the knife-wielding professor herself, Books. Yeah. <laughs> hey, always here to keep your class exciting and make sure everyone is paying attention. That's right. When you're worried your students are starting to yawn, just pull out a knife. Just pull out <laughs> the most natural chill. thing to do. The way you said that actually made it more terrifying. Just pull out a knife. <laughs> like, I know the story behind it. And like you didn't have a knife up for nefarious reasons. But the way you said that you might actually be a murderer <laughs> might actually be a future option of mine i uh honestly blocked this memory from my like it, Good. it is not a part of my teaching past thank you for <laughs> just bringing that back up i'll so never let you forget this again oh that's what i needed <laughs> yeah just felt like you in case you need to know like if anything ever goes wrong you have any tech issues or anything no you can pull out a knife at any yeah. moment <laughs> can always pull out this a meant knife. to be a comfort i didn't mean to like throw this at you here i wanted you to be proud of your knife wielding moment <laughs> and the fact that you bust out of your pants these are two moments to be very proud of I'm my really friends i'm proud of busting cassie these i can't, know you can't contain me i did I, I nothing can <laughs> not even my pants i regret bringing caitlin back into that i knew she felt good about it so i should have just left it there you know what though i feel <laughs> like it's you, the pants. ultimate power move like no one's gonna come to me and beg for like a an a that they don't deserve when you just Wield a knife, knife you, professor. Yeah, like you have you have too much power. You can't mess with that one. That one is unstable. You take the D in that class. It's fine. You can say hi. It's I'm fine. Professor Books, and then this is Professor Stabby. <laughs> We're here to get, today to, to join. Ready to learn? Teach you. <laughs> you ready to learn? I expect full participation, and then just stare for five seconds. Is that right, Professor Stabby? <laughs> yeah, treat it like Blue's Clues. Yeah. <laughs> Little puppet friend for my lectures. Yes. <laughs> love it uh, loving it well uh as you could tell we love to bring that unnatural energy and i just wanted i need to make sure that we brought it in this episode because i feel like some people might be getting worried i like i normally don't have to make this promise that will bring like an unnatural energy and um but like this episode i feel like i need to because this is the la last episode where one of us is not past a huge milestone to be a successful adult and books you're about to be married and we're very happy for you mm -hmm. but i feel like it's my responsibility as the good friend that i am to humble you and make you realize like hey you're still unnatural here okay Thank so you. yes you're you're getting married but fucking check yourself okay let's calm down here um this is a big moment you deserve to be happy but let's, this is we're unnatural to our core so don't forget that to the core to, to the, the core. core. So to make sure you never forget your roots, in between our roles, I'll have us share some stories and memories of times when we were disasters. And it's just going to be like a fun, chill, relaxed episode. Uh, but speaking of our roles, I'll explain that in case anybody is new. Uh, how this show works is that I, I as the DM, will be rolling a d20. And whatever number I roll on that dice will determine what from our adventure log we talk about. As DM, I have the power to give points to my friends based off of how much I liked what they brought. But on the flip side, I also have power to deal damage if they bring up something I don't like or if they hurt my feelings. Honestly, that's more likely. If you guys hurt my feelings, I will deal damage. I'm sensitive today, okay? That's fair. I mean, that's very fair. <laughs> I'm just a little sensitive one today. Uh, but a big part of our unnatural journey is our fails. So you know we have to start this off by sharing our crit fails for the week. 
How have you guys all failed? Well, I did just recently mention that semester has started for me. Um, and it's, it's exciting. We are actually in a classroom. The classrooms are like three times the size they need to be for social distancing. Um, so <laughs> I like it. Very big rooms. And we all got our masks on. It's all safe and everything, which is great. But it's still nice to see even half of my students' faces because before I was seeing little black screens. Yeah. Um, but the advantage to like that would have been with a, with a Zoom call, you can't be in the wrong place at the wrong time or um, try to take over things that are not yours. My fail is that on Tuesday at the start of my classes, I tried to teach a class that was not mine. Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you, did. Wield, did you wield Professor Stabby? <laughs> I wielded Professor Stabby. Uh, the, one of the English courses that I'm teaching has a lab component. And last year when I taught this course, I also taught the lab component. I was very uh, much under the pressure that I would stay teaching the lab component and the class would work pretty much the same. I would just be in a classroom this time. And uh, no, they changed that. And it was mm. just a little note in one of the like 40 something emails they have sent to us. There was one email that mentioned, oh, by the way, there will be TAs teaching your labs. It was nowhere Dang. else documented. And what's even more confusing is on my schedule, it's, it has me blocked out for the time of the labs. It ha I had to, I am able to take attendance for the labs. I have like everything I would need. I have access to that textbook. So I... There was nothing that would indicate to me that I was not supposed to teach this lab, except for that one line back in May uh, oh, that God. they told us that they had TAs to teach the lab. So uh, I had to awkwardly like gather my stuff in a panicked manner as this like <laughs> college student TA came in and was like, hey, I'm supposed to teach this. And I was like, okay, huh? I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. Uh you're taking my position do i still get paid <laughs> i see you have a knife <laughs> that's very funny you just have to gather everything as like a it TA. was like such a panicked gather too Ooh. i left behind a whole textbook and i had to go Ooh. back to the classroom Ooh. the next Ooh, day no. and get it because and then my students were all in the class staying for mm -hmm. the lab so it's like yep. all the witnesses had to like get another lecture from me today um fuck Mm -hmm. Did this TA, how did they go about kicking you out of this class? Were they bold? They were, was it an awkward? It it wasn't, it was awkward, but it wasn't like a, like super um, demanding. They were kind of like, oh yeah, sorry that I'm supposed to teach this uh, mm -hmm. kind of approach. Um, so they were kind of just, I think they were a little more intimidated that the person who was a little more senior had fucked up so much and they were convincing themselves that maybe they were also in the wrong so that's where like i would have been hispanic mm -hmm. yeah if i had been in their position i would have been like i maybe i'm not supposed to be here am i just supposed to be your assistant like am i I'm just, just supposed gonna to leave. stand on the side <laughs> uh so i think i, I wouldn't have said a thing me neither i would not have i if had anything i'd been like oh i thought um maybe i was teaching this i'm wrong i'll take notes for you <laughs> i literally yeah. say i would wait till the end of the Do class you have anything like, you hey. want me to grade like i literally would have been but it's also like i was not introduced to this person whatsoever like if i had yeah. a ta i would have expected to meet them at least once mm -hmm. and fuck i'm not even getting any of the benefits of a ta they're not technically my ta so i can't pass off shit for them to grade ah, that's bullshit that is bullshit absolute so, bullshit you know what just take over that class it's fine now <laughs> 
it's mine. Squatter's rights on there. If you're in the room first, <laughs> it's yours. Wow. Um, well, your your fail has to do with squatting, you know, in your place mm-hmm. that you deserve and someone so else terrifying. coming in and taking it. Um, Don't connect it through squatting. I'm going to, I'm going to fucking squat it. I'm going to squat it. No, I'm not going to squat it. I'm going to, um, uh, I don't remember what my transition was, but guys, <laughs> <laughs> Cassie, I got you ruined it. This was gonna be a brilliant bridge. You said and squat. You questioned her. All I could think of was pooping, and this has nothing to do with poop. Actually. Okay, that's what I thought because I, I it felt like you were going to a squat. Oh, no. I got it. I got it. I got it now. It's back. It's okay, back. we're here. <laughs> Guys, squatting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, connects us both because um, while books was squatting in a classroom, there is a bunch of balls that are squatting underneath our couch. <laughs> Okay. All yeah. right. Oh, so, got it. So Cassie and I are dirty monsters who do, don't like to uh, clean underneath our couch. Both of our couches. We have two connected, and one of them's a little bit difficult to move. Mm-hmm. So we just haven't really. Am I a little bit difficult? I literally. It's, it's kind literally of a little bit. No, it's, it's just a slide. No? It's a good. It's a good <laughs> old slide. Oh, I, it's been a while since I've been in your apartment. I thought it would have been really difficult to like because it's it connected would, to the other one. Well, it is, but that other one is so easy to slide. Yeah. It literally takes minimal effort to you slide that to one and slide, slide the other. One couch. Judgment so I always, increasing. I'll admit yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So you slide one couch, and that couch you can clean underneath, which we do that often. And then the other couch you have to pull from the wall and then slide it out. Yeah. So, you know, we've just neglected to do that for mm, a bit. So, um, as I said, there's a bit of balls that I found under there because I decided it's time to clean behind this couch. Um, and books do you happen to know how many balls that i found underneath this I, couch? I saw your instagram post so yeah, yeah I, I had to get post the, total. the picture because it was incredibly unbelievable it, it was unbelievable when i moved this couch like how a many pet store taking yeah. up shop yeah. under your <laughs> literally looked like a pet shop had like barfed underneath our couch i moved it i was like what the fuck <laughs> um yeah, there were 80 balls and toys mm-hmm. underneath our couch <laughs> that I picked up. And the dogs were so excited that they had these new toys now that they hadn't played with in so long. Um, and now I think the biggest part of this fail is the fact that they are all back under there. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they are. Because there was so many. So they didn't even fit in the toy bin for the boys. So um, these balls and toys are now back where they belong underneath the couch. So They're until back next home. time. Until next time, couch and balls. I'm surprised your dogs don't like demand that they get them. Because my dog, if something, even if it's not the toy he wants, but if he notices something is under our couch or under our coffee table or wherever it may be, he will paw at it and bark until one of us gets up and gets it. And then the asshole that he is will kind of look at it. Sometimes he'll pick it up and move it to a different spot. Most of the time he'll look at it and go back and play with the toy that he was playing with. Like he doesn't Mm. want it. He just wants you to know that it's there and you need to retrieve it. Yeah. Um, sometimes these so. boys will do that and they'll like cry for it or paw underneath it. But sometimes their tail will hit it or their back foot or it'll just happen to roll underneath the couch and it just stays there. It's, you know what? They're easily yeah. distracted, luckily. Very, there's over 80 toys. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they've, they've got a lot to focus on. Yeah. Because somebody went, maybe went a little hard. There's who's to say who that yeah, is? Yeah. I, as I was cleaning out, the, I was like, oh my God, are these the ones that I've gotten? I was like, no, I didn't buy this one. Didn't buy this one. Cassie, mm-hmm. they make them so happy. It's yeah, you so really do. And you know what? The fact this, that they got so excited when I pulled them out, they were just that see, excited. It's another joy. Like if I, I'm in a bad mood, I will buy my dog something because his excitement yeah. for it will make everything better. Exactly. It's the only way to get out of a bad mood. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen, everybody. Treat your boy. Treat your boys. 
Um, my fail is it's a little bit of karma is coming back after me because uh, last week had a good old laugh at Caitlin Bustin. Uh, we'll <laughs> never let her forget that as well. Bustin. Uh, Buster right out of her pants. And twice. Cr- twice. Uh, twice. Then karma came back to, for me, and uh, I also busted out of my pants. Woo! But luckily, mine was at the end of the day. But mm. it did, like, I was just getting out of my car, and I busted out of my pants. And it does not feel good. It does not uh, feel good to bust but, out of your pants. But busting makes me feel good. It, it makes you feel good. You're a bit unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> Join me, unnatural friends. But it was just, like, you know, the little button, like, went like uh-huh. busted out so like you, i stood up and then i heard a little clank and i was like the fuck is that and then to realize it was the button to my pants so i was like fuck me damn it <laughs> i busted <laughs> i busted yeah. <laughs> then cassie did come to me with that thing that clanked out and handed it to me and she's like i busted and i was like <laughs> oh yeah busting buds god i feel like i'm next it's, i'm gonna avoid wearing tight clothes for the next month <laughs> it's yeah. always great when you bust with your friends you know you got to keep the little medal though to remember the times that you busted. Yeah, yeah. it's like a little a little keeps trophy. Yeah, keeps you humble. But speaking of humbling, we got to get to that. It's time to make sure that books and us, but mainly books. Your this is mainly your mission. Uh, huh. Stays humble. So, uh, but to start that, I got to start our normal adventure. So I'll roll, and I actually rolled a four, which is going to be reading corner. Uh, reading corner. We just find random things and dramatically read them. Uh, what have you guys prepared for me today? I have a uh, review right now that I'm going to read, and I'll read this dramatically. And the title is Hat. Four stars. Good hat if you like hats. If you don't like hats, don't buy it, because you won't wear it. It's very similar to most every snapback in the world, but I think the colors are unique. Also, I don't like hats. And (laughs) I bout this, and it was a mistake. It isn't the hat's fault, though. Four stars. That's, that's from Logan S. Logan is so understanding. Yeah. Logan takes, he cares about hats. He does. Even he, he doesn't wants like you hats. to know all of his feelings about this hat. Yeah. Like, I, he, he not about hats, but he, it's, that's not the hat's problem, okay? He just has a hat problem himself. He bout this, though. He bout this. I, 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 I bout things, too, sometimes. <laughs> I like that he complimented the hat and said it, colors are unique. You know like, what? He finds the good in every he situation. He does. And, and I like Logan for that. I and respect yeah. him. I do respect Logan, too. He's great. Uh, I also have a review, uh, which I'm not going to read all of because it's a very long review. It's, it's got some depth of detail. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off the, bat, the beginning because this is uh, a review for a book that I recommended. And Caitlin has often repeated she does not like it. It's the alchemist. <laughs> she was not a yeah. fan. Uh, not a is, fan. But I, I, I'm giving it to you. I understand it's totally not everyone's cup of tea. It was very particularly written. Um, and I, I just want to like kind of redeem myself by like agreeing with that so I can suggest another book to you in the future. Okay. Um, and maybe have it read. But in order for me to thoroughly apologize, I'm going to read a one-star review of The Alchemist. And what? Yes. Oh, is it written by me? <laughs> no. Somebody wreck it. by Jennifer, A.K.M., And her one-star review reads, My heart and I chatted, and we agreed. This book was short. My heart thinks it was also stupid. And after (laughs) spending some time talking with the wind, I came to agree with my heart. Yet after beginning the journey with this book, despite the words of my heart, something impelled me to continue. Surely it had something to teach me. 
The book had a lovely cover made of nicely textured stock that felt good in my hands. It offered the added efficiency of a fold cover flap, something that most publishers should make an effort to do, as it makes the use of a bookmark superfluous. But I suppose you would need the collateral of winning uh, the Guinness World Record for the most translated book by a living author in selling more than 65 million copies in the world to get this special treatment. My heart cries. In my country, we have an expression, one should not judge a book by its cover. In this case, this is especially true. The prose turned out to be not nearly as nicely textured. That is the irony. The book knows not of irony, though. Still, I need to complete my journey. My heart tugged on my sleeve. As I continued my journey, I found that the text inside was set in a pleasing font. I could find no top typos, which are always a portent of doom. I kept going. The words I read expressed were easy and simple. Uh, and I'll stop there because this just goes on and on. Uh, the review is written very much in the style that the book is written. Yeah. The, the main character is always having conversations with the wind, the heart, their heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, book. And it, it's it's a brilliant review all uh, uh, while being very self-reflective on like what's the appeal of the book and why it's so shitty. So it's. Yep. I agree with Jennifer. Her name's Jennifer. <laughs> A.K.A. Jennifer. M. A.K.A. M. We ousted M is now Jennifer. Um, but Jennifer M, I hundred uh, percent agree with you. It, um, the wind couldn't couldn't get me to do it. I now actually want to read this because <laughs> I wanted Jennifer. I wanted to be your best friend. Yeah, this check in with the wind was the funniest thing to me. And that, now to know okay. that this is the book, that's a big part of the book. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking read this the book now. Is what's you. up? <laughs> Isn't it like like you just want to let the the world, the spirits guide you? Like that's like part it's of the book. It's about finding your like basically your purpose. Finding like, your yeah. purpose by like checking in with journey. the wind. Yeah, yeah. your heart, your, purpose, your journey. Yeah. Uh, the wind will guide you. You'll find like meaning throughout, you know, I've, steps. But if you wait too long to find your life's purpose, you'll like give it up and it'll just become a distant dream. Yeah. Okay, that's anxiety inducing. Love the first part of it. Still <laughs> probably gonna read this book because of that review. Thank you, Jennifer. I know it was a one star. You got me. I have you fucking it if got you'd like me. To borrow it. I'm gonna fucking read this one now. <laughs> I'm very excited for this. <laughs> it's a quick read, as Jennifer said. It's I know. real short. It's real easy to read. The fact that she checked in with the type font and everything. <laughs> like, I love her. I love this Honestly, chick. Honestly, her review of the flap cover, too. Very on point, but only in tiny books. Don't give me a fucking flap yeah. cover. If your book is 700 pages, that flap's not going to reach. It's not going to be everything. a bookmark. Mm-hmm. Are you being angry about Twilight right now? <laughs> not everything's That's about Twilight. Cover. Okay, it is hardcover. It, but it does have a flap still. God. God, not check yourself, bro. Depending upon which one you bought. All right, I'm going to take us out of reviews, but I am going to take us uh, into a story. Just the same that Jennifer did. I want this to be fully immersive, so get ready for this. Mm-hmm. Bert and Ernie had worked together as morning drive time radio hosts for 20 years. They traded jokes, played pop music, and generally made people's lives a touch brighter as they trundled to work. Now, though, there was silence on the air. Ernie silently reread the fax message from Civil Defense. As licensed broadcasters, they were legally obligated to alert the public, to tell them the nukes were flying, and that oh. in a few minutes, all the world's troubles would be over. What, though, was the point of that? To torture people with the knowledge of something they couldn't change? Their eyes met, and a, de- and a decision was reached. Bert put on the most requested song, a sugary pop, uh, sugary top 40 tune, while Ernie 
produced a bottle of bourbon from under the desk. As their producer banged on the lock studio door, the colleagues toasted the end of the long career. Burr, always the consummate professional, turned away from the window as the first explosion split the distant horizon. He straightened his tie, tucked in his shirt, and brushed his hair back. He would meet his fiery death with dignity. He turned to Ernie and said in a quiet, resigned voice, How do I look, Ernie? Ernie walked slowly over to his friend. He looked into Bert's eyes and saw the closeness they shared, the strength of their relationship forged over the years. He took a deep breath and spoke quietly, with your eyes, Bert. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my story I have for you guys. (laughs) It took me a second. It took me a second. It's a full journey. When I was reading it and it went to nuke, ter- like it starts with Bert and Ernie and I was like, okay. And then it goes into nuke territory and I was like, the fuck is wrong with this person? And then we bring it home. We bring it home. It's here. Thank you. They knew what they were doing. I'm glad you stuck it out. I don't know if I could have. I might have put like nuke territory and be like, nope, not going to read this. Some things are just so weird. You got to keep digging. You got to keep digging. Uh, you guys brought some good reading corners, though, some good reviews. Dougal, your review of a hat. I respect Logan and his the, his respect that he has for this hat. I agree. I'm going to give you 40 points for that. Yeah. Books, I want to become Jennifer's best friend. I'm now going to read this book. It was a great review. I'm going to give you 85 points. Thank you. But you know what? Don't let those points go to your head, okay? It's time to get humbled. Everybody, let's humble. Let's remember our unnatural roots. Yeah. Uh, one of these ways that we are unnatural has been, when we started this, was our living situation. Uh, we, we were young. We used to live all together in one apartment. And um, Young as in three years ago? Three years ago. Four? It was I three years. Three years ago. Damn, that feels like longer. <laughs> I lived in this house for once. <laughs> and I lived in an apartment for one year. So yeah, it's, it was three years ago. When we were young bloods three years ago, we lived in an apartment together. And uh, at this point, books didn't really know Caitlin. And uh, because of that, especially wasn't ready to live with Caitlin. Um, It's one thing to know Caitlin. It's another thing to live with Caitlin. (laughs) The best way is to just get thrown with it. Uh, That's how I did it. You just got to get thrown into there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But books, I do want to know, could you share uh, what that experience was like or just one memory you have where you were just like, well, who the hell am I living with when you realized that it was us? Oh, picking one memory is hard. Um, I know I've already mentioned that the first night I came back, you guys moved in at an odd time because you moved in and I literally left for like a month and a half and then Mm -hmm. came back home to you being settled into the apartment that I'd been living in for (laughs) that's weird Uh, that was a bit weird that very night Caitlin almost burned said apartment down with plantains Mm -hmm. also weird um but I think the memory that sticks out really really well is not even that big of a moment but it was just so Caitlin uh and it was the memory Caitlin to me it always seemed so coordinated the first time I met Caitlin was she was like throwing out showing off like how she could do backflips and stuff and like acro tricks and handstands everywhere and like me being the clumsy fuck that I am was just really impressed and it was early on probably like a week in and um I asked Caitlin to toss me a candy bar while I was sitting on the couch and this (laughs) shit flew across the wall and hit like nearly the ceiling five feet away from me like it just 
and I don't play ball sports for a reason. (laughs) I remember staring at her like, did you like twitch? What the hell happened when you tried to throw that? Uh, And she learned that that was just, don't ask Dougal to throw things to you because it will never reach you. You might die. The best thing was behind that couch there, you had a metal, a big painting that was like kind of metal. So... Like, the amount of times we would have stuff be thrown, and it would hit uh, that metal painting. Like, it made it so much more dramatic. It was like a gong yeah. going off. But Caitlin's throw, genuinely, like, when you s- picture, like, an adult tossing something to you, it's calm. It's collected. Yeah, it's just a, a little, little underhand toss. toss. I was sitting on a couch. She could have really thrown it in any of the general area. Yeah, it could have landed next to you on a couch. softly on the couch. And it was a candy bar. Like. Mm-hmm. No, Caitlin uses what I like to call the three-year-old technique, (laughs) who doesn't know how to work their hands properly yet, doesn't know their strength. Mm -hmm. You ask her to do something, and she's like, fucking 500%. Let me swing back 100% and (laughs) bullet this at your face. And it's not near your face, I should say. That's the good part. That is the one saving grace to her technique, is her aim is atrocious. It's (laughs) god-awful. It's just the worst. (laughs) Um, as a bonus for this round, I do want to, you know, update our living situations here because uh, we all lived in this apartment together. Uh, me and Caitlin shared one room in this apartment. Books had her own little room. Um, but now, books, you have your own house. That is huge. Uh, Caitlin and I have moved out from a room together. Caitlin has gotten, uh, we started with twin beds. I think we both had twin beds. Yep. Uh, Caitlin yes. now has, what are, what are you working with? I think it's a queen. Fuck yeah, you're working with wow. a queen. I still have the same trundle bed, so what's up, everybody? Living situation's going great. We're thriving. <laughs> you have a trundle bed, Cassie. I have a trundle bed. It's awesome. That's I know. thriving. You can I have know. a friend over anytime. Anybody could be my friend anytime they need to crash. It doesn't have to be a weird situation of like, do we share a bed? Do you sleep on the couch? No, I have a trundle bed. Have a trundle bed. I'm just that fucking considerate, okay? That Honestly, I keep a trundle bed. you upgraded though because you got your own room. I'm back to sharing mm-hmm. a room. Yeah, so. you guys both have to share. So what's up? This is my own little <laughs> private space. And I feel sorry for you guys, okay? In your <laughs> fucking California Kings, Queens beds, all right? I feel sorry for you guys. Um, but all right, that was just our first time to get humbled. Let's go ahead and go back into our adventure. I'll roll. All right, we rolled a 10, which is going to be follower question. Uh, normally follower question, you know, we have a list of questions that everybody sent in to either our email or social media. It's either unnatural20s at gmail.com or at unnatural20s. This week, though, I'm glad that we've landed on this when I'm DM because uh, I'm going to take advantage of this. This follower question is going to come to us by somebody who does not listen to the podcast, also does not know that I was probably listening. This was a little kid in the grocery store who was desperate to ask this question to people. He wanted his mom's input. He wanted everybody else's input. And his mom kept shutting him down. His mom kept claiming that it was inappropriate and he needed to shut his face. (laughs) And I just want this kid to know that he has a platform and it's here on Unnatural 20s. So every kid in the grocery store, we're here for you. (laughs) Every kid whose mom is like, hey, please be quiet. You're embarrassing me. This is your podcast. Okay. Um, New slogan. New slogan. (laughs) This is your space. Um, So the follower question we have today from this kid in a grocery store. Don't know his name. uh, He wants to know, fuck, Mary kill green, red and blue (laughs) M&M. What's up, guys? You gotta (laughs) fuck them. Oh, my God. How old is this kid? I don't know. He was young. Oh, my God. I would say like maybe fourth grade. You obviously gotta fuck the green (laughs) M&M. No, you gotta fuck the red M&M. Oh, the dick fuck? 
Okay, wait, let's establish personalities here. I would say Red is like their leader who's kind of a dick bag. Yeah. I, okay. Yeah. Yep. Is that what yeah. we're kind of the vibe he we're getting with Red? He fucks good. He's chocolate. He fucks good, yeah. <laughs> but then you toss him aside. He, I could see that. Green is their only, I think their only girl one, so that's yeah. their sexy one. Yeah, but one. she's the only one with the brain. That's the one you marry. Yeah, that is the smart okay. one. Dickhead? That is the smart one. And the blue one. one's dumb. Blue one's big dumb dumb. You asked big dumb, yellow dumb. though. Uh, I, green, red, blue. If oh, I said blue. yellow, it was a mistake. But I don't remember. Blue. I, yeah, I heard blue. Blue's yeah, green, the, red, blue. The not so bright guy, right? Not the dumb boy. Blue's yeah, the dumb boy. So that's the one you kill. Okay, so I'm sorry, I don't want a dumb boy in bed either. That's just not good ah. for anything. <laughs> <laughs> what if dumb boy is good in bed though? Oh Can yeah, the blue one. No, I feel like dumb boys. Like, oh. Yeah, dumb boys either like don't know what they're doing or they cry. Well. <laughs> You know what? Might a be dumb a good boy could be molded, okay, is what I'm hearing. It could be formed into the perfect partner. But it's chocolate. Just, it's you can form one, into anything. One thing. <laughs> no, they don't melt in your hands, bro. Mm-mm. But in your mouth, they do. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> We're okay. asking the real questions, though. Okay, books. So your final answer was fuck red. Yeah. Mary green. Kill yeah. blue. You're yeah. going to kill the dumb boy? He's so precious, though. Yeah, but I just don't. You can't be saddled with it even for I a night. I couldn't be married to him. That's definitely off the table. Okay. And just for a night, like I get real frustrated, and that it just—it sounds like it would just be a bad time all around. Okay, so he just has to be murdered. He just has to go, which is sad because blue is my favorite color. So like blue M and M's are the ones I eat last. I will not eat a single blue M and M until every other color is gone. But really weird, <laughs> weird little aspect about you. Thank you for bringing that. <laughs> Thanks for doing that fun fact out there. Speaking of M&M's, have anyone like in school, were they ever told by someone that the green M&M's make you horny? No. No. What the fuck? No. There, I don't, I don't remember if it was middle school or high school. There was a party I went to where they had like a bowl of M&M's and one of the girls was like, the green M&M's make you horny. And then she started eating all of them. But like middle school kids are stupid. I remember somebody asking like, what does kinky mean? And a person next to me says, kinky is when a girl's horny and i just looked at them like no no it's not but thank hell you for yeah. this hell yeah make that only for the girls that's right we're taking back kinky it's only for us kinky is ours dibs on kinky motherfuckers um love that i love that they probably like subliminal messages they saw that green was the sexy mm-hmm. one and they're like the green one will make me sexy love that also um <laughs> there is like a urban legend running around that the green ones make you horny that's a thing <laughs> most people hear in elementary school or middle school which what that's me i looked well, it up on google <laughs> well it's because i went to private school we were a little too sheltered for that i <laughs> went out of private school and went to public school and they're like green m&ms make you horny <laughs> wow i wish i would have known about this horny thing yeah, yeah. this is very good <laughs> which i think it's just because she's sexy M&M. she's the sexy one wow she's, cassie yeah. where would you go uh fuck mary kill okay this is where i'm leaning right now mm-hmm. um i'm gonna kill the red one i have issues with the always the leader asshole type uh Raphael. like this is my instinct i'm gonna kill this motherfucker okay mm-hmm. um he is probably the most reasonable one he's like the one who would get a 401k yeah. he's probably a good one to settle down with i'm gonna kill him okay yep um green Green. Well, do I want to marry green or fuck green? Do That's I where I'm have... at right now because I'm also with the killing red. You marry yeah. green, you get to fuck green regularly. You fuck green, you only get to fuck green once. But sometimes you might only want green 
one time. time. What if green? One I think time. green is too good for me. Yeah. I think green is out of my league. Yeah, That's I'm I think green matching the good one. I, yeah, I go way above what I should. <laughs> you shoot above, and that I respect that. I think I know my place here, though, and I know like if I get one night with green, that's gonna be a dream. So I'm gonna fuck green, kill red, and marry blue again. Blue can be molted. Okay, He's blue chocolate. is blue Blue's is gonna himbo. be a dumb dumb boy that like ten years from He's now you're gonna be like, where the fuck is our couch? And blue's gonna be like, I don't know. Some guy. I don't gonna know. Keep keep and things fresh. <laughs> no no day will be boring with blue with this himbo. Okay, I feel like he's gonna care about me. He's gonna be dumb as shit, and it's gonna be like taking care of a child. But he's gonna care. Okay, he's gonna have a kind heart and can be molded. I'm gonna marry blue. Wow, I am also gonna marry blue. <laughs> I, I, I here's I'm the also biggest reason. Blue reminds me of one of my uncles. And my uncle's not oh, the brightest no. person. I've watched my aunt struggle through this marriage. Like, she loves him. But my God, I've watched this relationship since I was little. And I just kind of, like, made a personal vow. I will never marry a blue. <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> oh, the things that this man does. See, you've had something to teach you. I'm still in this mindset yeah. of, I can fix this person. I can raise this little boy child. <laughs> let me raise this one. <laughs> As long as he isn't an asshole, let me raise him. So you're right. You definitely made the best choice. Marrying Green is the best life choice because she's going to have it together. She's hot as hell. She makes mm -hmm. you horny, apparently. Yep. Like, this is the best choice. The ultimate lifestyle. Yeah. And I, I wish I could have known what this kid at the grocery store's answer was to this. Um, mm -hmm. The mom would not let him give him the platform, though. So ah, I'll shame. never know. But yeah, thanks to that random kid in the grocery store. <laughs> and now... Beautiful uh, question. Let's go ahead and go back to uh, our humbling situations here. Um, did he, was he able to ask this any questions and did anyone answer him? No, he literally, so like I heard him, like they turned down an aisle and his mom was like, you got to be quiet. You got to stop saying, like, stop asking this question. Yeah. And she was like, mom, it's, he was like, nobody would answer me at school. And he was like, I need to know, like, it's fair. Like, this is a valid thing. And she was <sighs> like, you got to stop. He, so he was like, I need to know. And she was like, please be quiet. And he was like, it's just M&M's mom. And and at this point, I was like, what is this? What is going and on? He was like, it's just a game. She was like, it's gross. And he was like, it's just a game. Fuck, Mary, kill. Red, blue, green, m ms <laughs> And I was like, God, I love this kid. Yeah, maybe I do want a kid. This is fun. Right? <laughs> I'd like... Uh it's like both my biggest dream and my biggest fear that I will have a kid like this because my God, the situations you're like at an inappropriate place and they're asking things like this, but also the entertainment and at a grocery store, mm. I feel like it's, it's fine. Whatever. It's fine. It's fun. It's it like at that point, I know my kids bringing entertainment to the rest it's of the store. It's just M and M's, like you <laughs> said. It's just a game. It's just M and M's. It's all make believe. Play in the space, mom. Fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> <laughs> Who? Which M and M are we replacing dad with, mom? Uh, <laughs> which one's my new daddy, mom? Which one's my <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> Who could be my daddy, mom? <laughs> wow, they're even better. All right, back to our humbling. So we started with living situations. Um, now I want to go into our social social situations. Um, are there any social situations you could think of where the three of us or just one of us like did not react properly? This is mainly um, everywhere. It's everywhere. It's our anxiety has a large portion to play with this. Um, the moment that I constantly go to with this, and it will just randomly pop in my head, is with Dougal actually when we were studying abroad, and um, it happened to be we happened to be away 
on Mother's Day. A rough day no, to be away. No. <laughs> <laughs> and when we were traveling abroad, it was with a group of kids we didn't know that well. It was a group of students that we just didn't get to know. But after this trip, we did. And Caitlin pushed these boundaries early on. All I do is push boundaries. <laughs> I don't know how to stop. This one, I honestly, I stand by what I said, though. I do stand by what I said. <laughs> okay, so, it's valid. It was Mother's Day. We had, I was probably a day we didn't have sleep. We were hungry. And we stepped into a candy store at one point when we were killing time. Caitlin in this candy store saw um, one of those big ropes candies. It's like a... Like a licorice rope. Yeah, like a licorice rope. It had like a little filling and everything. And uh, Caitlin took this opportunity to talk to one of the people on the trip that we had probably said maybe 10 words to at this point. His name was Charlie. Charlie, we had never talked to Charlie. Charlie was not on our vibe. Charlie ever. was an A student who was here to learn and like be cultured. He wasn't here for these weird weirdos that were coming over to him at the candy store. He never wanted anything to do with us. He never from the beginning and especially after this moment. So Caitlin never talked to me after this. <laughs> Caitlin saw this opportunity of being in this candy store and realizing it was Mother's Day, um, knowing we had phones. She was like, oh, man, I just want to take a picture. (laughs) And she holds the rope up from her tummy, (laughs) kind of crouches down, holds up this rope and is like, oh, no, just send a picture to my mom. And is like, "Mm, feed me. Happy Mother's Day. (laughs) And in case we didn't get it, she's like, like an umbilical cord. (laughs) No. I still stand by it. It was in Belgium. (laughs) And Charlie just walked away. Charlie was like, no, he was offended. He was offended by this. He was like, oh, 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 oh. Because you really acted it out. How are you not entertained by that? How do you not see the weird girl do this and be like, fuck, I can be around her. Charlie's the kind of dude, though, if you said vagina, he would like be like, oh, oh, oh. And I said umbilical cord. And he was like, oh, no, oh, oh, my God. On mm, Mother's feed me. Day. Oh, feed me. I did a weird voice. She was like, mm, feed me. As you're crouched down, this licorice rope is coming from your stomach. Yeah. I feel good about it. This is a social social situation I like to think about. Mm-hmm. That's fair. It's very fair. Wow. I feel like I'm usually the person who is entered into these situations and I'm the weird one. Yeah. Books has a yeah. lot with her family where um, it's a lot like this kid in the grocery store, but they're all the kid in the grocery store. Like you and your family will just have sex talks wherever. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. Oh it's my God. Books. Uh, <laughs> we were at a thing at your, your, for your mom's birthday and your family was there. And then all of a sudden I hear someone yelling about butt sex and it was your cousin <laughs> and you talking to your uncle about just getting railed in the asshole. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, she's talking to her dad, not you, but your cousin talking to her dad. And then Books is Uh over here chiming in about buttholes and getting fucked in the ass. And I was like, oh my God, this is a family function. And they're yelling about getting in the poo hole. The most insulting, this was by the candy bar. This was a safe space. I came to get candy and I got poo hole talk instead. Which, you know, uh, whatever, do it if you want. But I just wanted all candy. Not by the My fucking brownies. Not yeah. by the brownies. No. <laughs> no. No brown holes. <laughs> Next to the brownies. Yep. We're uh, we're very open, very comfortable on all kinds of sex talks and especially like making very inappropriate jokes to the point where like my grandparents, if they babysat at our house, would just leave inappropriate toys or suggestive material in the bedroom <laughs> for my oh, parents no. to find. No, so, like, when they got- oh, no. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. It was an what a terrible joke. bit. What a terrible <laughs> bit your grandparents have. Yep. Oh. No boundaries in my family. If it's uh, sexually related, we're like college students. We think those jokes are funny and uh, mm-hmm. appropriate for dinner time, candy bar locations, parties, God. church. Honestly, there's no limit. We will talk about it anywhere. Different types of wildness with us, honestly. And let's never forget that. That's the that's what I want everybody to remember from this podcast is these situations. Wow, Cassie, I'm trying to think of one with you, but everyone pretty much accepts what you do. Honestly, I'm not, I don't want to brag. I am the best one here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not the best. You're the most socially acceptable. <laughs> and that's I, it. I, I don't know if like socially acceptable. It's, it's just that like the things that you do induce more like sympathy than like fear and run away <laughs> like it's just like when you do something that's like most of us would you know just be like socially unacceptable people are like oh no how did this happen to you not that you oh, caused no. it yeah. how did you run your scooter into my car mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah your so ninja it's, turtle it's, scooter you full adult adult you full adult. <laughs> twitter told me to twitter twitter told cassie twitter to ride her scooter to. to work and then and then cassie told twitter i hit a car <laughs> with said ninja turtle scooter with said ninja turtle scooter you bitches told me to do it <laughs> somebody somebody has to be the person of the people okay all right I'm basically a Mother Teresa here, is what I'm hearing. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no, my social social things are, I'm normally just either too quiet or just too, like you said, I just induce sympathy. It's either I stay quiet out of fear or it's sympathy. So. I feel like you're odd in situations, but you come at a, like, a place where it's like, hey, I'm here, I'm your friend, and now I'm going to be odd. Like you'll, <laughs> no. you'll give it like a yeah. lead up and then you'll go into it. Where mm-hmm. me, I'll pterodactyl screech in someone's face the first time I meet them. <laughs> You Everyone are assumes- kind and give people a chance to settle into yeah. the situation. He's in. You Let give them-, them that necessary little like break. Everyone assumes I'm going to be very, very normal. And then it's the minute I say something slightly not that it just destroys all perspectives mm-hmm. because I don't know how to like not be inappropriate. So, yeah. And that's why we're all here. Uh, it looks like we do have time for one more roll, though. So I'll go ahead and roll. OK, we rolled a seven, which is going to be throwback. Uh, for our throwback tap- topic this week, I want to talk about what I'm calling uh, fuck around classes, aka easy A classes. These are the classes where um, you knew you were not going to do any work. You came in and you were like, this is an easy A. I get to do whatever I want in this class and it's going to be a fun time. Uh, did you guys, I know Caitlin, me and you shared one of these uh, at different time slots, but we did have the same class. That was an easy A. Cassie, but uh, let's be honest, all of college was a fuck around class for me. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> the degree was a fuck around. <laughs> the degree, don't tell my employer, but phew, they actually they know by now. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're well informed. They're well informed of my capabilities. But oof, yeah, no, uh, there was a lot of these in college, but I'm thinking specifically to one in high school. Okay, um, which was just health class. Um, and our health teacher liked to be super chill and super cool. Um, so he would do things where he'd get together with the other health teacher and they'd share gum. So they'd spit gum into each other's mouths. And no. Just Ew. to be wacky and what? fun. They'd wear oh t-shirts. God. They'd wear t-shirts with each other's faces on them. And then they, for every the Valentine's Day. The fine. The first yeah. one I'm still so stuck on. Wearing t-shirts yeah. with each other's face. Goofy. Weird. Fun. Fine. 
yeah. spitting no. gum into each other's mouths. It happens so often. It happens Weird, like lot. in front of you guys. It would be they stand in front of the classroom and then they spit it in each other's mouths. No, yeah, like and they see how high they can get teachers? it and catch it. Yeah, health teachers like transfer it multiple yeah. times back and forth Just or once, like and then it was like yeah and everyone would be like cheering because you know it's freshman fucking weird yeah. <laughs> weird yeah one of the I teachers did sell weed uh and the other one was the football coach so. yeah 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 Getting but that uh, vibe i yeah. want to know about their side romance that they hid from everybody except in this oh. weird kinky way of sharing gum in front of the class they did a lot of things where everyone was like oh my god there's they love each other it's like bitch they fucking love each other i know they're both <laughs> married but mm. <laughs> hey, bitch they got a deal going on they right got now a thing going on and it's good yeah. <laughs> they said if nick ever came home and told me like oh we entertain our students by spitting our gum into each other's mouths it's like mm, so <laughs> what do you want to tell me they did the thing too where you get the gum you chew it up and you make it like drip from your mouth and the other oh. person would take it from their mouth yeah oh god like they'd almost that. kiss yes. oh it's so gross Help <laughs> class was fun and then how do I you wouldn't even do that with nick and we're getting married like i know yeah. we exchanged saliva but he's not spitting his gum into my mouth i'm not a baby bird it's so gross baby bird me bitch how do they start a class like how do you follow up a class with that and they'd be like anyway open up your textbooks we're learning about like nutrition today we'd learn nothing cassie fuck oh. around class fuck around class we want he uh they yeah. were a teacher too where they played the birthing scene and then they just kept rewinding it back and forth like that it would go back in and out this is just painful to hear yeah anyways this, so this is, is a not a fuck around class this is a torture class i don't know what yeah. school you went to they were trying to get information out of you yeah <laughs> um anyway so the reason why it was fun is because the teacher didn't give a shit so um mm. i would pack a very good lunch for school so what that means is my mom had a cabinet of snackies and i would go through and pick one of each snackies and put it in my bag <laughs> one of each snacky one of each snackies and this class happened to be right before lunch so i would get my snackies and i put them out on my desk in a nice little square pattern around my square desk and then i'd go and i'd launch around the world and eat them and then people would talk to me about my snacks and i would not share them um but that was one of my favorite things is like like just eating you just got a whole eating class where you were supposed yeah. to be learning about nutrition and how to like moderate your food yeah. and instead your the instructors were exchanging i don't gum. I, the only thing I remember from that class actually learning was like labeling the penis and vagina. Those are the only things that we mm -hmm. did. And then mm -hmm. we never turned it in because I don't think we could or something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't remember. But um, we labeled it and then people like drew like all things all over it because mm -hmm. it's freshman in high school and then threw it at each other. And it just got it was it was a fuck around class. That's for sure. Man, Cassie, I can't believe do you remember our high school health class. High school health uh did we have coach with that i don't full i don't really remember no. it our freshman creepy crazy uh oh shit i do remember Cass yes taught health <laughs> and just the only thing i remember from that class it was not a fuck around class she took herself way too seriously but yeah. uh the only thing i remember is we had to watch this whole video on uh nutrition and like essentially dieting it was very much mm. diet culture but there was mm -hmm. a moment where it was like to decide if you should eat more or not, you should place your hand on your stomach and figure out what your fullness level is. And it was like a little Fuck image yeah. of a person, like like a real video of a person sitting at a dinner table at a restaurant, putting their hand on their Ooh. stomach and a little scale above their heads of like, I'm at a nine. I should stop what? eating. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> no one you knows. 
you can check in with your fullness level through, with the hand on tummy, okay? You can ha- it can happen. Must speak to tummy. Hmm. Check in with tummy every once in a while. Tell me how you fullness. feel. <laughs> Eight or nine today. Yeah, she took herself very seriously. She but, didn't uh, like me because I told her that a mile and kilometer, the, she thought a kilometer was longer than a mile. And I corrected her like <laughs> the first week of school. Oh, it's on that shit list from then on. <laughs> Literally 5K she, is like 3.1 miles. It's yeah, like, no. That's all you need to know. Like, she's she, not happy. I don't mean to brag yet again on this podcast. She fucking loved me. And, uh, um, that's because <laughs> we played, um, when we were playing soccer one day, I decided to take the moment to just insult everybody on the field and really fuck around with people. And she liked my enthusiasm to play the sports. So. Uh. <laughs> I think what solidified it is she decided to do cheerleading as a sport for one of our classes, too. Yep. And she tried yeah, she to did. get me out there to be one of the like leads to show because I was a cheerleader. And I said no. Fuck <laughs> and yeah. then she said why. And I said, because it's a dumb idea to have cheerleading in PE. <laughs> no, books in like books was normally quiet in high school. There was something about this teacher that brought out a side to you. Oh, where you were, I like, hated her. <laughs> you were like, fuck this person. Yeah. The fuck around class I always think about is the one I was talking about, um, Dougal, that we had in was college. Was it microeconomics? No, that was not a fuck around class. I know, but I sure That class we had time. to put a shit ton of effort into. <laughs> I slept every day. Yeah, you did. It was such a hard class. <laughs> no, that one, I fucking <laughs> I still have nightmares about that class. Um, the one I was thinking about was like our communications or public speaking class. Oh, I don't even remember the one. Yes. But this one, we did have a PE teacher teach it. And I respect her so much for coming in. Somebody had already made a syllabus and she was like, I generally know what these words mean. I'll know what to make these presentations about. And um, every day we would come in and she'd be like, okay, you have a presentation to talk about anything you want. Let's practice just your public speaking. And uh, everybody realized she didn't care. So you could bring any topic you wanted. Um, A group in my... uh, class would always they made a deal where they made each other's powerpoints and they couldn't look at it until day of Mm -hmm. very inappropriate very dark (laughs) she loved this thought it was very funny and then what this was supposed to be i think a two-hour class um and one day we came in and we walked in and she was like it's very sunny today and i think we should enjoy that at this point i thought we were having class outside and she was just like no class today. Everybody go ah. home. I love her. I love her so much. We just she got to talk. Her public speaking, she was like, you know, public speaking is also talking to each other. Hang out. And I was like, I fucking love her. Yeah. I, lo- I would die for her. You're right. It is. I had the class, I think, at 7 a.m. And it was one where she was like, I'm too tired for this. And like, we would just zen for like the first <laughs> half of the, <laughs> or she would like start like, she's like, I'm not coming in till 830. <laughs> like. God love her. Beautiful. Like we're having a 30 minute class. She, it was the best 7 a.m. class I've ever taken in my life. God, <laughs> I've never seen a teacher care less and I love her so like, much. Oh, some days I really want to be that professor. Her I know I Jen. can't, but I really would like to. If you hold a knife, you can be. Never forget this. Never True. forget. You can be this person. All right, guys. Thank you for going on that uh, throwback with me. Uh, let's go for one more humbling moment here. Another thing that people have as success is like economic standing. And I know the way that we treat economic standing for us is always the college mindset. Um, it doesn't matter where we are, how much money we've made or anything. I believe we share this college mindset of hoard anything free and just <laughs> yes. to an absurd amount. <laughs> 
And uh, I feel like this is something so deeply ingrained in all of us. Like we were doing this before college and the college sparked mm-hmm. something in us where it was yeah. like a, like a it's end so of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> and I just like, I want to know, like, is there, do you guys like have like any stories of a moment where you were like that stick out of like, you know, you took too much of this free thing, but like you don't regret taking it or something you just always have to hoard? Chapstick. Chapstick? Where the fuck are you getting chapstick? We were at the beach and they were giving away chapstick and I took like five and they all melted in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are melty ones. Those are melty boys. I just, it was at the beach too. It was already hot and... (laughs) But they were free, so I took a whole handful, and it was five chapsticks melted. In my I car. will, mm. <laughs> I will always take pens, but then I'm really picky on pens, so I fucking hate that I take pens because I have a bunch of shitty pens that were free from something, and they're not the quality that I want them to write at. Pens is fair. You always got to take free. Yes, and there's sometimes they're just fun to have a whole bunch of pens. You got to mm-hmm. test the clickiness. That one's fair. Mm-hmm. Don't feel yes. bad about that one. That one is valid. Um, the, the moment I realized it was like a real problem, though, um, because. Nick is not like this. I don't know what's wrong with him. He's broken in some way. He is a big adamant of, I don't care if it's free, it's junk, it's trash. Let's get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, we had an event through my work. And at the event, we had like these free goodie bags for all the attendees. And in the goodie bags, there was like a keychain flashlight and like a notepad and a pen and like coupons and all sorts of little things that would be, you know, in that type of event goodie bag. And we got home and he was like, I'm just going to toss all of this. And I was Whoa, like, no, 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 we got to go not. through it. We need to look through it. What's salvageable, like what's good. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't quite understand what? my need to like save everything. So I feel validated. Thank you. Yeah. This is going to be a problem in the future books and just call us up next time he wants to throw away a mini flashlight. You can never throw right? away a mini flashlight. You can put that. So what if an earthquake happened? The We're power in goes out. We live in California. We yeah. need that. You That's can put a survival it in a drawer. You take that out, you're, you live. You, you live. You throw that away, you die. Just okay. think about that. Oh. Tell them that next time. On a nighttime walk, sometimes mini you flashlight. Need a flashlight. Oh, pick so up good. a spoop. You need it. Love it. You always need that mini flashlight. I, I, I'm thinking directly of a uh, time when Cassie we had been given food, and yeah, this it was is, this is when it really shines. The box. Nope. Okay, okay. No, tell us about the box. The food okay. in general is where I feel food, like this instinct shines. Food always. It shines. It's like I overeat because that. But I'm thinking specifically our, our old roommate gave us uh, their parents catered food and it came in a box. And this box, we hoarded this box because it was such a nice box. And we made it our, t- our table. Yeah, we did. Um, and I think we even gave it a name. And we made it a table inside our apartment because we didn't have a, like a, a coffee table. So this box became our coffee table. And we loved this box for like a whole year. Yeah. And it was a really good box. And we couldn't get rid of it. And I think we did that to another box as well. Yeah, the next time we got to have this food again, we took advantage of that box. It was a good box, though. Like, it was a very good box. And then we also, like, when there is free food, like, if you put us in, like, a hotel that has a free continental breakfast, this is where you got to work the fucking system. Because you're probably going to an event for the day, and let me tell you, you can take all their little fruit, all their little bars. If you got baggies, throw some fucking cereal in there. Cassie, I'm thinking specifically, again, on this. this, The muffins. You grab their napkins, smoosh up those little muffins in your pocket, you ride out the door, you good for the day. 
this will be quick but remember cassie and i went on a study abroad again this is the same thing a mm-hmm. lot of wild things happened on this because we were so poor <laughs> we were so broke from this trip it was an awesome trip but we spent a lot of money to get there and we had none left we were with a lot of people who had money yeah. and we were broke at the time <laughs> a lot of people had money so we were just having fun with everything we got and then they were they were blowing money because they had it so we went and got free breakfast at this restaurant but they were very very strict on you could not take anything out of this breakfast area <laughs> oh so in the hotels they gave us shower caps so uh-huh. i think it was cassie who was a fucking genius who was like get the shower cap yeah. and so we grabbed the shower caps and we took every shower cap we could and we filled them with any sort of croissant anything from breakfast mm-hmm. and we like stuffed it in our tits or like anywhere <laughs> we could find and then we had food throughout the day so we didn't have to buy like lunch because you could get like little sandwich meats and then this little bread you could make a full meal out of these breakfasts their breakfast is so good it was it it was like europe so it was a really good Good. breakfast yeah and it was like an expensive place because again it was so much money that we didn't have in college again it was an expensive place we were very frowned upon by the people who were also there noticing us they were like they have expensive food yeah yeah that's right daddy's credit card clubs because they had just all the money in the world (laughs) and we did not (laughs) i uh i studied abroad too and i remember there was like a two-week period when i was in london because i wasn't working at the time because i was not at my campus job and so i like was just using my bank account and budgeting out for a week and that was two week periods where i ate pringles every lunch because they were really cheap at the little corner store yeah pringles (laughs) Fuck yeah, delicious Pringles. <laughs> Very See, nutritious. These are the moments that stick with us, have formed us. We will always have this instinct. At any moment, we can go back to this. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, but I you feel guys, like we rely on it a little too much because I still have that impulse <laughs> to go get books. free food even if I don't need it. Yeah. You're getting married and you're giving us food. I'm going to hoard oh, this gonna. food in my tits. I don't you care. You better, yeah, honestly, save it any way you can. Bring your Ziplocs. Bring your foil. I don't if care. If we get, like, bomb food. If we get any sort of meat that is flat, I'm putting it in my ass. <laughs> it's going to make it, one, look really good, and two, it's a great place to keep it. And the later the night look goes on, look at my tits, they're going to get bigger. <laughs> Notice what's happening with my tits. I got you, like, a nice baggy tit dress. So just <laughs> yeah. everything down. For once, it's going to... For these stresses. <laughs> If you can do all the photos at the end of the night when my tits are filled out with food, (laughs) that would be great. I'd appreciate it. Um, But this has been fun. Uh, Thank you guys. So we are out of time though, but you know, we got to end this with our crit successes. So can you guys tell me how you succeeded this week? Uh, My success is that we, yeah, I had to, I found 80 balls underneath the fucking couch, but I also cleaned the apartment. Yeah, you did. Uh, I spent a a good chunk of time cleaning the apartment and then I got to celebrate uh, my fiance's birthday, uh, which it was a lot of fun. We got to see some friends that we haven't seen in a long time. So um, just seeing friends and cleaning just when you have a clean in a long time it's very nice to walk into a clean mm-hmm. apartment which as uh it's been a couple of days it's not clean anymore no longer clean nope all right peace it was that clean time it was it was briefly and it was nice it was a nice it was a nice clean uh my success is also from the weekend because uh we got to go to a friend's uh labor day barbecue which was not a barbecue but they did order bomb tacos and uh Fuck we yeah. it was it was it was a fun time he ha- he uh brought over a group of friends and it had been a while since I've been in a so- social situation where it's kind of small but there's people you don't know and you know what we did okay at socializing it took us a while there was some awkward moments but by the end everybody was friends everybody was chilling 
I was so excited because we did walk in and honestly, it was a bit awkward. But then walk in, very awkward. Walk in, pretty awkward. But honestly, one drank in. Everyone was so cool. I was like, I like these people. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Best feeling ever. Yeah, because it was like, yeah, I do think this is also, yeah, one of the first times since COVID that like we've seen people that we aren't like close with. Very, very close Mm -hmm. with. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. It's a challenge. I'm not fully ready for it. I'm still hiding away like a creature, still <laughs> avoiding all interaction. Um, I have kind of two successes. One, I've already mentioned it, but semester has begun. I've survived my first week of teaching. Um, so that's like exciting. And I'm back in a classroom, which I really like. My other success is before my wedding started. And I feel like I'm going to jinx myself because I do still have um, a week before like it actually happens. But at the moment we got engaged, my entire family was predicting that I was just going to be this absolute monster bridezilla, very demanding and freak out over everything and every little detail. And finally, it only took the entire planning process like to two weeks before my wedding. But my parents finally admitted like I have not been bad. So that's my success is that I got my family to be like, oh, wait, you're not demanding things and you haven't freaked out like I've had to move my date I've had to deal with different vendors we've had canceled vendors I lost my photographer but I don't don't think I've really like freaked out truly or demanded anything throughout at all I've just kind of cried a little bit in my bathroom and then moved on so fuck yeah that's my success yeah you had to play this during a pandemic so it's been a struggle you have not been demanding at all so I'm glad they finally realized this Mm -hmm. I'm glad you got this validation but that was a great job. I'm glad you do get the success. And uh, I'm glad we were able to humble you books. But also, congrats. I'm very excited. I can't wait to celebrate with you. Yay! Um, it's uh, not time to do that just yet, though. What we do need to celebrate is points from this episode. Dougal, can you please yes. give us the point totals? So we only got points one time during this episode. Did I fucked up like that, huh? You did. Fuck you did. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You guys are welcome. You didn't even notice, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, we did not ask for them, which we really... Point hungry, usually. <laughs> um, but Pig Fail and Cassie, um, we're coming back down. Forgot two points. Forgot two points. <laughs> but that being said, we still do have points involved today. So at the bottom of the leaderboard with 82,517 points, it's still Cassie. Yeah. In the middle of the leaderboard with 83,647 points, it's books. And at that top of that humble. leaderboard with 86,189 points, it's me, Caitlin. It's Caitlin. It's me. It's a me. It's a me. Okay, well, um, I can no longer be DM, which is a good thing because uh, points are a thing that normally happens. So it's definitely time for me to give up this power. Uh, I'll roll to see who our next DM is. It could be either Books or Caitlin. Correct. All yes. right, I'm going to roll for Books first. Books, you got a one. That is not looking strong. But you know what? Let's see if Dougal can match you. Nope, she got a 15. It will be Dougal. Dougal will be your DM next week. Be sure to tune in for that one because you know it's going to be a fun and wild one. It's going to get crazy when Caitlin's in charge. Ah! It has potential to be more wild, though, and that could be with the help of you, listener. And that's by sending us your questions. Again, when we roll at 10, which is follower question, we will answer your question. So you can send those over unnatural20s at gmail.com or at unnatural20s on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While you're there, go ahead and follow us because we know we got that good content up there. Uh, or if you don't, uh, yeah, or the email, either one. If you're a fan of the show, then we ask 
I want to ask one small favor of you, and that's to write a review for us on Apple Podcasts. It just helps us out, helps more people find us, and makes it feel like the work we put into this is worth it. So please do it, please. Um, If you do write a review for us, then we will send you a gift as a thank you. Just reach out, let us know who you are and how to get that gift to you, and we will do that. And we'll send a free pair of dice. I don't know why I'm being vague about what it is. It's an awesome gift. It's a free pair of dice. (laughs) Also, stickers. Reach out anytime you want those. Yeah. Uh, if you like our show, I bet you'd like one of the other shows on the Scavengers Network, which we are a part of. Uh, they recently added a new show, another one, you guys. It's Ooh. Frankenstein's Jukebox. That's where James and Dan, uh, Dan bring a song from the same year. They discuss their picks and create a new mashup monster of their favorite parts of the song. So it's a fun one. Uh, you just get to nerd out about songs and then also hear a wild mashup at the end, which honestly, a lot of time, bangers. So check that out. Uh, Frankenstein's Jukebox. That is their show. This has been Unnatural 20s. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to catch us with a new adventure on Monday. What could we hoard? What else is fun? Dogs. I like that. Already hoarding toys. (laughs) We are. Drugs. Drugs! (laughs) Llamas. I love llamas. I want Taylor Lawton to be my llama. Nope. (laughs) 